Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one overdramatic signal beacon at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I stumbled over my own name. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just annoyed because I was just like, blah, 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 just when I said my own name. Um, so whatever. Uh, today we're talking about Minute 58, which starts with which starts with Sam and Gollum pulling Frodo away and ends with the Witch King. Coming up over the top of one of these, these prows, as John Howard refers to them as. Uh, he talks about in the design of Minas Morgul really briefly that all of these spikes he sort of designed to be reminiscent of the one big spike in Minas Tirith. The, like, walk the plank? Yeah. Okay. So, like, they're all kind of supposed to be a reference to that. Mm. Because it doesn't have the same sort of geological structure that Minas Tirith is built around. Right. But they still wanted to kind of reference some part of the Minas Tirith design in Minas Morgul. Yeah. And then there's all the the steel and everything is all added by the orcs later and it's rusting and staining everything. I'm not sure that I follow that translation from Minas Tirith into uh, Minas Morgul. Yeah. It's a little... Like we were talking about on Monday. It's a little subtle, I think. Minas Tirith is like so friend-shaped. Yeah. It's it's, It's kind of subtle. It's a really little sort of decision, I guess. These cities would probably look much more similar uh, in broad daylight if Minas Morgul was still white. Maybe. But, like, I don't know. Because it's the, the yeah, Minas Morgul is pointy. Yeah. The Minas Tirith is soft. It's not. It's not. It's round. So, yeah, this, uh, so this is the thing that I've always been just like, but why? Always. This, erupt- one, what is this energy? Um... It's his magical girl transformation. Oh, I see. For the for the witch king? Yeah. Suiting up. <laughs> but just, I, I've always... It's his magical girl transformation. They call it the signal beacon in the commentary and just like, really, guys? And it's just... Also, I think they totally can see that from, from Rohan. Because... You think so? In, three, the exposi- in the exposition Gandalf scene, they can see the light of Mount Doom on the horizon. Can they? Gandalf is looking at it. In the... In the, Rohan? Yeah. During the exposition Gandalf scene... Oh, Gandalf is like looking way off into the memory. distance, right? I is, thought that was the sun. No, I think that's supposed to be the light of Mount Doom on the horizon because they're, they're talking about Sauron. Oh. So I, th- I think that that's supposed to be the light of Mount Doom. So if they can see Mount Doom erupting on the edge of the horizon in the middle of the night in the darkness, yeah, they can see this. Pollution, I guess. Yeah, they can, they can see this. Farmers out in the West Fold are just like, what the hell is that? Yeah. This is a column of light that goes up to the clouds. Yeah, it's a call to arms. Right, but but why? It's his magical girl transformation. Okay, in every single magical girl anime that I've watched, which is like two of them, like <laughs> two and a half, when they do the, 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 it's like the Sailor Moon thing, right? Like you only see what's happening in the column of light. You don't get to see the like the outsiders viewing this crazy magical power. <laughs> I am a hundred percent convinced 
that this is his magical girl transformation and you cannot persuade me okay. otherwise. Okay. Because, okay. This is just so, so like weirdly unique in the movies. He's a witch king. And he's no gone too far. No man can kill him. <laughs> no man can kill him. He's powering up. So, but like, this is a miles and miles high column of light. Yeah. That lasts. It sustains. Dude, Sailor Moon is like a space goddess, it okay? It like It can't be his his magical girl transformation. We saw him put all the armor on. What if but he, where was the column of light then? What if he is Or is this like, out of order with the timeline again? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. They showed us that early. Well, like, they were dressing him, but now he's like... Yeah, he's like powering up. He been he been in sleepy mode for for a while. It just it's just so. Maybe it's his like moon distinct. prism power, like <laughs> moon prism makeup. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean that would be his magical girl transformation. Transformation. Yeah. But like you know, whenever they like pull out a new like gadget, yeah, it's just like wee wee wing. Hey, look <laughs> at the new toy we want to sell you. Maybe <laughs> it's because he selected one of those fourteen weapons that they have on the rack. Oh, I see. <laughs> It's like the RPG thing. It's yeah. just like the da 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 da. Yeah. Oh, that's when you win. <laughs> He's winning. He's, he sure is. <laughs> He's winning today. <laughs> so yeah, I've always I've always or, just like okay. looked at this and or, been like, why? <laughs> if if it's not his magical girl transformation, it's him opening the door to like where they keep the fell beasts. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. It's like the Pikachu, I choose you. Like the fell beast is like exploding out of the <laughs> out of its Pokeball. <laughs> Yeah. The fell beast. <laughs> Boom. Dude, yeah, no, it's his power up. Like, it doesn't matter. It's just, I've just, it's just always felt so weirdly out of place. Why? It's cool. It's foreboding. It's silly. That's a, those two things are a contradiction to me. Something cannot be silly and foreboding. Camp. That, then it's not foreboding. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Just like, it just feels so out of place. I think so it's foreboding because everyone takes it so seriously. They sure do. Gandalf is like, oh. Yeah. But okay, <laughs> Gandalf Gandalf takes it seriously. That's why it's foreboding. So Pippin is just like, what the what the hell? What is it? And the, well, this, Pippin's scared. And this one extra that looks like David Wenham. Yeah, he does. Norman was like, is that Faramir? And I'm like, no, it can't be. They wouldn't cut between us Gileath and Minas Tirith so quickly. That's way too confusing. <laughs> There's a reason that they made Gandalf <laughs> tell you where I was Gileath was. <laughs> But, like, this extra straight up looks like David Wenham. Yeah. He has, like, Isaac Newton hair, though. Like, yeah, slightly longer curly locks. Like, really darker. curly dark hair. Yeah. And then he's sort of reacting in, like, an awe sort of way. No, but then I, there's, he, like, there's a guy, There's a guy right behind him that doesn't even move in the shot. Mm. He's just, like, staring at the camera. Maybe he's seen this before. <laughs> Maybe he's the one, he's, like, the grizzled war veteran, like, I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah, like, Gandalf <laughs> is just, like... It's going to begin now. And Denethor is like, nah, that happens every other week. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. This happens all the time. It's fireworks. <laughs> it's like the same color as the energy that makes up the spirits in the paths of the dead. Yeah, it's his power up. So. Maybe, like, well, I know that they're putting the armor on, like, his body. But, like, what if he, like, I don't know, what if his, like, weird ghost form just kind of, like, ghosted off. I don't. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> because yeah, the whole point of the the riders is that they're chained to their form still. Right. I do like the all the sound mixing in this minute. Mm. I think it's really effective. 
And the score itself, after the sort of eruption of this light, kind of has a, what's it called? Um, Night on Bald Mountain? Is that what that piece of music from Fantasia is called? With the demons? Yeah. Yeah. It has that sort of vibe to it to me. Well, it's it it the, um, makes me, it kind of conjures some music, of that imagery. It's the same music that played when we saw Baradour for the first time. Yeah, and it conjures some of that same sort of energy as like the Night on Bald Mountain piece from Fantasia for me, which is pretty rad. Like he's, it's just a, He's doing his demon power-up thing. Yeah, it's just, he's... Evil magical girl, that's that's what he is. Just <laughs> Evil magical girl. He's got his scouts. He's Sailor he's got, Galaxia. Yeah, exactly, he's got his, like, squad, like... Right, that's the that's like the last big bad in, in Sailor Moon. There's nine of them, I'm sorry. Right, so like, so like that's, that's the last big bad in, in Sailor Moon, mm. is Sailor Galaxia. Oh, okay. So, like, we're named after planets, we're named after, like, we're just called the Sailor Scouts, the Sailor Stars, la-da-da-da-da, all this stuff. Sailor Galaxia. I really hope it's just Galactus and a schoolgirl outfit. Uh, I think she has a golden armor. It's been a while since I've seen the end of Sailor Moon. Mm. Uh, but I th- you know, I never finished Sailor Moon. I only, like... That's because it never finished on American TV. Because yeah. Westerners are uptight uh, about a whole bunch of stuff. Mm. Like Shots es- fired Especially the in the early 90s when Sailor Moon was oh, airing yeah, on American sure. TV. It, it, would, it would definitely get more of a pass now, They're I think. They're cousins. They're cousins. <laughs> we call our cousins. We don't... We don't go from, like, men to women. We call our cousins. We just magically switch places with them. Um, it's like Shazam. No, I was referring to... Um, oh, oh, uh, yeah, Uranus and Neptune. Yeah. Oh, uh, so, you know, see, whenever someone makes that joke, I think of the, the sailors, the Sailor Scouts, uh, the Sailor Stars. Sailor Scouts? They show, they show up later. There's three of them. There's, I, I, I believe there's three dudes, and then they, like, transform into, like, sailors, and they're, like, clearly women. Mm, that's cool. That's legit. Like, they, they take a different form... To, like, interact with everything normally. Uh, and then they, like, totally transform into, into ladies. And I, I think it's the Italian... I think it's the Italian dub where they're like, oh, we call our cousins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's silly. Which, yeah, it's it's super silly. It's really <laughs> dumb. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure you just went through the same sort of transformation that Sailor Moon does. Yeah. No, it's, it's like Shazam. We just switch places. Shazam. Billy uh. Patson just chilling in that stone throne room. <laughs> Yeah. We gotta watch that again. We gotta watch it again, yeah. Um, I'm pretty pumped about the idea of of, uh, the Black Adam movie, honestly, with mm. The Rock. That sounds sick to me. But yeah, evil magical girl, sure. Uh, Every villain is lemons, I guess. Uh, What? It's just, I don't know why I thought of that. Evil. Just every time, just, I don't know. I have this association in my brain because of Plankton. Uh, Every villain, oh yeah, evil as the... uh... As an acronym, yeah. Every villain is lemons. Uh, thanks, SpongeBob. You've infected this that's, part of my brain forever. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, but this, I've always thought that this just feels so random. But I do, I it's do really, really like the over the top. Yeah. I enjoy it, dude. The Witch King is nothing but extra. Yeah, like they, uh, extra. He is super extra. Look at his helmet. We didn't even talk about his spiky helmet. Yeah, spiky helmet, which originally looked way more like Sauron's helmet, I guess, and they redesigned it, it last looks minute. It very bionicle. <laughs> Just very bionicle. So does Sauron's, but, like, in a different sort of way. Yeah. I mean, so, like, Sauron's helmet is meant to look kind of like a horse skull, whereas... Sauron's looks kind of like General Grievous. Yeah, a little bit. There's there's some of that. Uh, Same energy. It came first. Grievous, Grievous, Grievous's face looks a little like Sauron's helmet, you might say. Oh, whatever. Sauron. Did it come first? Yeah, because the... When did Attack of the Clones come out? 2003? 2002? 
I don't know. Wait. But the design of these movies would have been done in 99, the same year The Phantom Menace came out. Yeah, but they talk about having to re- switch up the, the Witch King's design. And to make him, look less, make him look less like Sauron. That's what they say. They're talking about. They're talking about him making look, making him look less like Sauron. Two thousand two. Yeah, two thousand two. That's what I thought. Because then, um, Roger the Sith is two thousand five, right? Or is it two thousand six? It's one of those. Yeah, I yeah, because I think it was my May of my senior year. It came out, I think. I believe. But yeah, so they they redesigned the Witch King's helmet last minute. The Witch King helmet was designed by Christian Rivers, uh, specifically this this new helmet for the Witch King. Two thousand five. Oh, so it was May my junior year for Star Wars then. Eh, whatever. Um, I always think of it being my senior year. Weird. Uh, memory. So yeah, Chris, Christian Rivers, who went on to direct that Mortal Engines movie that we still haven't seen, designed the Witch King I helmet. I did not hear good things about that. Neither did I. It uh, it looked just blatantly ridiculous. I so. mean, I don't know. Mad Max turned up to ten million. I, I'm I'm for some ridiculous nonsense. Countries, cars that are entire countries. It's just the it's that save the whales episode of of Doctor Who, right. but as vehicles, yeah, on I mean, Earth, yeah, that's legit. <laughs> save the space whales. Save you them. mean the beast below? Yeah, <laughs> the the space the save the whales episode. That is the second time you have referenced that one season of Doctor Who this week. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> uh, it's whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Other than, like, the sound mixing and me just being like, why does this happen? Have you really never thought about this in the context of, like, he's powering up his magical girl nonsense? No, I've always thought of this in the context as just, what the hell is this? Does it matter? It's crazy evil dark magic. It's very bright. Neon e- neon green. Yeah, neon evil. green is evil. It is the color of evil in literally every lime Disney green. movie. Yeah. Just... Not just Disney, though, like... Every villain is limes, I guess. Is it... <laughs> That has to be the name of the episode, right? Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like really particularly true in Disney though. Yeah. Isn't um because Anastasia's not Disney, so like isn't that Rasputin stuff? Yeah, it's all the green gas yeah, and everything yeah, around yeah. him. Yeah. Green is just the color of evil. I guess so. But why and so is purple. Purple is also used as a color of evil very often in stuff. But it's like that electric purple. Yeah. It's still neon. Yeah. Neon is evil, I guess. That's that's the moral of this story. Evil likes neon colors because it's extra. And black. Yeah. Black, neon pink. Punk or evil? Neon pink? I don't know that I've ever seen a neon pink villain. Aside from like Powerpuff Girls maybe, but like... (laughs) Or, uh, yeah. Or like Weird Evil Devil Santa Claus. Weird Evil Devil Santa Claus. His Infernal Majesty. Oh, 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 him, yes. (laughs) Him. (laughs) Him. (laughs) Just, what are you? (laughs) Why do you exist? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just the the most threatening Powerpuff Girls villain. <laughs> Literally the devil. Neon pink. I don't... Now I'm like racking my brains for like... Right? Can I think of any neon pink villains? It's always green or like purple. Yeah, it's like green or like a, or, or purple. Yeah. yeah. Always. Pink. And then like, well, there's that trope in anime with like the the pink haired girl. But yeah, like, but she's like pink haired girls aren't. Yeah, actually, well, a lot of them are, but like that's more like. But they're often not psychotic. Yeah, they're not the so like they might be. You might consider them like evil, but they're generally also like not the antagonist. It's it's very interesting. It's that's a weird thing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder if I can find it because it's an interesting discussion about that trope that I I came across a while ago. That, like, 
really breaks it down as like why this might be the case and why they might why Yandar Yandaris might be so popular. And I found it to be like a really interesting breakdown because video. It's like a dichotomy of like feminine innocence and also like crazy evil psychosis. I, I, uh, I the breakdown video also kind of makes this point that part of the reason they might be so popular in the anime community is because it is a character archetype whose like motivations are really, really clear and there's like no vagaries to the archetype. So like it's really easily understood as like part of the fandom language is also potentially a reason it's so popular. I thought of, all right, this is going to like throw you for a loop. I okay. bet you haven't thought about this movie in like a million years. All right, what do we got? A villain in pink. You remember that movie Cats Don't Dance? Oh, yeah. The little girl. Yeah, the little girl that's supposed yeah. to be Shirley Temple. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I always remembered liking that movie growing up, but you know what I can't do? Hum you the tune of a single song from it. Oh, no. I, I, I just... I just remember little pink, little pink dressed, blonde haired evil girl. Yeah. Cat in like the like old the timey bartender yeah. outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the little ragtime hat. Yep. Uh, like the barbershop quartet cat. And giant henchman. Right. That's it. Giant bodyguard henchman. And there's like right. this musical number of like like this endless staircase and then like the giant henchman like yes. smashing the cat and like that's it. That's all I can remember. Right. But we found one. <laughs> Cats don't dance. Uh, I literally could I could not I could not dig the tune of any song from that movie out of the depths of my brain if I sat here all day and tried. <laughs> but I can see really specific visuals yeah that's it yep we found one is that a don bluth movie it i don't know um it's not disney no it is not because if it was i would have already watched it on disney plus and being like <laughs> it's like oh my god you remember this movie <laughs> what the hell i actually i think this it was feels like a collective fever dream it's warner brothers weird Okay. Oh my God! Scott okay. Bakula is the voice of the main cast. So on the when when you just when you just looked this up at Google, literally none of the images on the right above Casto Dance look familiar to me at all. <laughs> but I know I've seen this movie like a dozen times That's when I was a so kid, funny. at least. Huh. But like nothing looks familiar. Weird. I have no memory of this place. I vaguely remember like white haired, like. Sexy no, cat. not at all. Nothing. Just the nineties were like a weird fever dream. Just, oh my god, ninety seven. Ninety seven. Wow. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> Lord of the Rings I, is just a twinkle in the back of Peter Jackson's mind. I dug that out of my brain. <laughs> There's a villain in pink. There you go. I found it. <laughs> Boom. Goes the dynamite. Now I want like. Which I don't know if that's streaming anywhere. I don't want it yeah, to be. Just, I'm fine. I, I bet you. I regret this. I bet you we're going to wake up tomorrow in the future. We're going to wake up in the future the day after this airs. And we're going to check our Facebooks. There's going to be a link to some song from this movie. Probably the song that we're referencing. Probably. Because <laughs> it's her villain song, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> So like yeah, that's a that's a thing. Cats don't dance. They don't dance. <laughs> Cats don't dance. Is she wearing pink? Did I hear? Yeah, no, that? she's wearing like a like a pink. Okay. Little, yeah, like little a little dress. frilly dress. And she's like smaller than the cat. Yes, yes, yes. But then she just has like a giant square henchman. Right, like um, 
um, Kingpin's character design in um, in uh, Into the Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just like that, exactly. But yeah, I think uh, I got nothing else to say for this minute. I think <laughs> no, we're I, I think we're done oh, for yeah, the she day. Totally isn't pink. <laughs> Legit. Okay, and we're like, cool. yeah, she's got the pink bow and everything. Yeah. We're totally done for the day <laughs> after that. I promise. That sidetrack. Uh, <laughs> that was a that was a deep piece of my I did that brain. For you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we're from the website duelinggenre.com, where you can find a whole bunch of other movies by minute podcasts. I recounted there are eleven. I was wrong. Ooh. My brain wanted there to be nine to make my joke work. I guess <laughs> there are eleven. Uh, go check them out. There's a there's a whole bunch. There's a Jane Silent Bob minute, Rocky minute, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle minute. Jane Silent minute. Bob is back. Yeah, Jane Silent Bob's back. So yeah, go go check out all those. Listen to those. They're funny, entertaining, great stuff. Like us, I hope. Pastel pink uh, evil. Pastel pink evil, with perfect little blonde curls. Uh, it's like the the opposite of the anime trope in a way. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll be back tomorrow to keep talking about Minas Morgul and the Witch King. He's a Witch King, and he's gone too far. Doesn't even matter anyway. What? Oh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>